where you're feeling a disconnect, where there's anger or grief or shame, this is a telltale sign of exactly where you now want to go. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, welcome to another spiritual tune-up. Happy Tuesday. Hope those uh, in the United States had a great Memorial Day yesterday. It's a holiday here. That's why I... Uh, took a little uh, time off in Manianaville. Um, today's question, uh, Mike, it's not only people with a lot of anger and violence who are having trouble with the shift. The shift is what I talked about last Friday, last Thursday, by the way. Uh, third, fourth, fifth dimension, densities, the vibrations are rising, what's going on on planet Earth? We're moving into an era of truth and love. The single most exciting time ever witnessed in the the civilization we share on planet earth right now it's happening and yes it's bringing out a lot of angst and it's not just with angry violent people mike i know i am struggling and working through a lot of core beliefs disbeliefs and pains and it feels as though all the work i've done for 30 years in the spiritual realm has been ineffective at best i'm rather desperately looking for the right mindset to help me through this on an emotional level? What a great question. So far, I'm still looking. Do you have any suggestions? Okay, now we're moving beyond manifestation. Okay, beyond manifestation. This doesn't negate or belittle manifestation. We're all streaming manifestors, but I've spent the last 20 years uh, teaching about this stuff, being a manifester, and the last 40 years actually living it to fantastic effect but there's much more to life than just manifesting which doesn't mean you're not manifesting 24 7 but there's the highs the lows the confusion the clarity the euphoria the depression the sadness there's all of this magnificence here this is why as a divine creator everywhere always at once you wanted to take the plunge into these sacred jungles of time and space because god does not know fear God does not know triumph. God does not know nothing that we get to experience here. Our emotions are the crown jewel of living in these sacred jungles of time and space. And the great news is you don't come here and just get knocked about. You come here and you find your power. You create deliberately. And then going beyond those kind of manifestations, you go here. You start mastering yourself. You change perspectives. You increase your understanding and you bring out an integration of your soul from deep density separation to a recognition of your completeness, the entirety of who you really are. The eyes and the ears of God come alive in the dream of life. I'm about to dive deep into the seven ickiest emotions, all of which are bubbling over for some of us, and maybe all of them are bubbling over in... Um, simultaneously. So 
Listen, I want you to realize that where you're feeling a disconnect, where there's anger or grief or shame, this is a telltale sign of exactly where you now want to go. You're feeling lonely. You're feeling depressed. You're feeling anger, uh, anxiety. We're going to go there. Those are the places to go to unravel the confusion in your mind. And with that, happily ever after, truly you're here designed to thrive in total joy and ecstasy 24-7. That's where we're all headed. And not after you die, while you're still alive. So you've got to go within. And, and while you might think, as I sometimes do, what, what are my invisible limiting beliefs and where do I begin? Where are you hurting? Where do you feel incomplete? Where is there discomfort? That's where you go. And usually those areas seem to be somebody else's faults, right? Oh, wow. Everything's great, but that jerk. Everything's fine, except I have to deal with such and such. Everything is... No, that's where you have crossed wires. Okay, so let's look at some of this stuff. Understand that these are your greatest gifts right now. Your feelings of angst and insecurity, your greatest gifts. Fear is emotion number one of the seven I'm going to be quickly going through. Fear. It is always irrational. Now, I know what I'm saying is a lot easier to say than to practice, but I've practiced on all of these. I know a bit of what I'm talking about, and as have you. Okay, give yourself credit for the lions and tigers and bears you have marched right on past. They've been taunting you and scaring you, and look at you now. Look how far you've come. Don't criticize the uh, setback here or there, and don't feel like you're not up to the, to, to the task because of the onset emotions brought about by this shift. We're going through the most tumultuous, crazed time, bringing forth light and illumination like never before. But we've got to go through the crazed times right now. Don't argue for your limitations. If you're not feeling bad right now, then, then this video is not for you. But fear is always irrational. Fear of running out of money, fear of being all alone, fear of being sick, fear of dying. Like, what are you afraid of? We're all going to that place one day where this adventure transitions into something else, whether you ascend or, or find some other means to check out, fear is always, in, is always irrational. Drill down to truth. Come back every day to these spiritual tune-ups. Find books that resonate with you, books on our power and the possibilities, uh, Hay House books. Go to my website for recommended reading books other than the ones I've written. There's so much out there. And when you are feeling fear or being batted about and you find that truth that you're looking for in, in other books or through contemplation, just going within, you will find it was always irrational. There was reasons, but they don't add up to a hill of beans compared to truth. So what is the truth that will negate that fear? Study it, practice it. It's going to be simple that you are of God, by God, pure God, that you're loved and adored, that you're here to thrive, that all things are possible, that your thoughts become things. Fear? Of what? Of what? <clears throat> As I often say in these spiritual tune-ups, whatever it is that you are the creator of, you are the greater of. And if there's fear stirring in your system, you created it. I don't care if, there, if there's bats and demons and goblins surrounding you, you created those too. If you're feeling fear, you're the greater of it.
because you're the creator of it. You got this. Fear is always irrational. Number two, anxiety. I think this is one of the ones I've been dancing with. Well, it is one of the ones I'm dancing with, and I'm not that uh, um, reluctant, not that eager to share that. But anxiety over the past few years, I, I've had to deal with it, and and it's also irrational. But what it comes from is our trying to micromanage our lives on a linear timeline with a lot of ego and a lot of intellect, and it works really, really great for the first couple of decades as an adult, right? You know, you totally kick butt micromanaging your life. You're in the right place at the right time, but there's a better way now. That old system is falling apart. It worked in third density. It's not working in fourth density. Fourth density, follow the light, follow the love, feel for the feeling. All of these expressions, they have so much power. Be led by spirit, the spirit that is of you, that animates you, that was meant to lead you with the ego, blessed little ego riding shotgun, you know, just checking out things on the side. Be led by spirit, open up, and then you're not going to have the weight of the world on your shoulders as you try to micromanage and think of everything, cross every T, dot every I, know who's doing what, where, and when, know what the trends are, know what the trajectory is. That would give anybody sleepless nights. So let go of the micromanagement and the anxiety will be dissolved. And instead of the micromanagement, allow in spirit. Go to your feelings. What makes the most intuitive sense? What makes uh, sense with a balance of intellect and heart? And that's where you want to go. You will be led with infallible guidance. According to Ken Carey, one of my favorite books, The Third Millennium, infallible guidance 24-7, always with the right words to say, always with the right decision at the fork of the road. This is your inheritance. Be led by spirit. Practice every day, Mike Dooley, being led by spirit. Powerlessness, which leads to depression, according to Seth, dictated by the late Jane Roberts. Powerlessness, like, ah, you feel ineffectual. You feel unable to make a difference in the world. Are you kidding? Your thoughts become things. Your words give you wings. You're, you're inclined to succeed. Your positive thoughts are 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. Your life is proof. Look at this civilization. We are ninnies with our heads in the sand, still thinking God's an angry white man here to test and punish us. And we're thriving in spite of our ignorance. So you're so inclined to succeed that with a little bit of love, a little smidgen of hope, Five minutes of positivity will offset 18 hours of fear and worry. And you're feeling powerless. Well, you're not alone. And not in any of these. I have felt powerless and alone and ineffective my whole life. But I still showed up and did stuff anyway. And lo and behold, it worked. And don't be putting off your joy or your happiness for the big hit, for the big manifestation. Be happy in the process. Otherwise, you are forever looking at goals on the horizon that never seem to come true. And as soon as one does, you see more goals on the horizon and you never give yourself a chance to breathe. And you feel like you're powerless. You're not getting it done. You're filled with anxiety. There's too much to do. Too much intellect, too much ego. Both can serve you. Both are blessed gifts. But don't overdo it with the intellect and the ego. Number four, sadness. Sadness. Grief powerful, debilitating. But if you would very gently, very gently 
move into an awareness of the beauty that's everywhere, of the love that's everywhere, out in nature, out amongst people, of the reasons you have to be happy. The list is far, far greater than the list for reasons to be sad. Now give yourself time, and if it's grief you're dealing with it, time is the best solution. But also, be a little bit firm with yourself. Show up, get out into the world. You're amazing, you're awesome, you have so much love to give. There's so many who love you already, so many more who will be falling in love with you. You could not be more powerful than you already are. Number five, pain. Oh, pain, emotional pain's the worst pain, okay? Pain is what we're talking about, emotional pain. Whether it's a form of sadness or grief or remorse or guilt or all of those awful things, go there. Go there. Feel it. Let it out. Too often when the feelings are icky and ugly, we feel embarrassed and we shut it down and we pretend everything's okay. Let it out. Let it out. Have a really good cry. Go cry for a week if you need to cry. Go do what you need to do, but don't bottle up your pain anymore. And, and whether it's rational or irrational, whether you were right or whether you were wrong, generally we don't think that we're wrong, but no matter what, it doesn't matter. The pain was real and you owe it to yourself to set it free, to let it go, to say goodbye. Do not bottle up that pain. Anger. Here's the lesson about anger. And uh, well, you didn't sign up for easy street, okay? So anger. If you're feeling anger, you are the cause. If you're feeling anger, you are the car cause. Same thing with all the other ones, right? And it's, but it's not so easy to feel with anger. Uh, a note from the universe once said something like, um, all pain is self-inflicted. All pain is self-inflicted. Now you can point to a, a cohort and there are diabolical people doing awful things in the world. I'm not denying that. But if it's become part of your reality, there was something in it for you. There was a gift for you. There was a lesson for you. You're going to be a bright light. You're going to help other people through this. Feeling anger almost always comes from externalizing the cause which immediately is impossible and fails. And it gets perpetuated because no amount of recourse to the outside world is going to change what's going on here. If you feel anger, you are the reason. And that doesn't mean you aren't justified. That doesn't mean somebody didn't do something awful. I'm not excusing that stuff. But you can choose to react with compassion, with love, with empathy to yourself. And this is not blame the victim. I've already done... <clears throat> spiritual tune-ups on that. Go through the archive of the 300 spiritual tune-ups. There's lots of talk about how these kind of thoughts are not blaming the victim. Blame, victim, fault. Those are words that utterly fail in spiritual conversations. We're all adventurers here doing the best we can with what we've got at the time. Okay, And we're, we're slipping, we're falling, um, but yet the love is pouring down upon you. Second chances, third chances, billionth chances, you never stop getting new chances, all of us. And if you, if you want to move from the anger, you're going to change your thinking and be set free. And that doesn't mean that somebody didn't do something awful, okay? But you're going to put yourself in a place of power 
and you're going to be able to live differently from this day forward, creating different circumstances that serve you in more joyful ways. And the last emotion I wanted to share with you is shame. Said to be the most debilitating and the most awful of all emotions uh, by the council. Thank you, SarahLandon.com, and, and others as well. Shame, embarrassment, humiliation. Again, tangents to guilt and, and the like. We're all here as students. None of us came here um, you know, to, to walk on water immediately. None of us came here to just be perfect goody two-shoes. We all came here kind of, if you will, blindfolded. That's part of the adventure. We all came here knowing we would forget who we really were. We all came here knowing we would try to fight our way out of the murk and mire and that we'd go down and that we would take other people down with us and then we'd get back up and try again and come back and come back and come back, being guided by love, ultimately being guided by spirit. But yet in the process, we make mistakes. We've done things we wish we hadn't done. And then there's this guilt and then there's this shame, which makes you think that you are less. You are not less. You can't be less. You're every bit the eyes and the ears of God Almighty as Jesus Christ or Moses or Buddha or whoever. You deserve it all. And a mistake is a mistake. It was just a mistake. Move past it. Let go of this shame. You did the best you could with what you had from where you were at the time. You did no worse than anyone else in your shoes. No one could have done better than you. No one. You took the baton. You're going down that path that no one has ever gone down. No life is comparable to your life. And to give yourself blame, you're, you're taking out of context the situation and you're assuming that, well, they didn't do what I did. Uh, you're assuming that all things are equal. Nothing is equal. Nothing. You are walking down a path uh, self-ordained by you, pre-planning prior to the life began and on the fly, doing the best you can. Not Jesus Christ could have done better than you in your shoes, with your parents, with your past, with nobody. Nobody. So let go of the shame. Forgive yourself. You never should have blamed yourself to begin with and just Go from here because the best of your life is about the rest of your life. Okay? So fellow adventurers, you're not alone. We're all going through this turmoil, this chaos, this crazed polarity of old school, new school, left wing, right wing, third density, fourth density. Um, but you're inclined to succeed. Remember that. Your nature is to surrender and be raised above as if you were swimming in a pool. Just stop the thrashing around and you will be born again to truth and the truth shall set you free. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up. Thanks so much for joining me on this awesome hump day, June 1, 2022. Uh, Mike, how many of our manifestations are unintended and what if anything can we do to prevent them or do we or or do what do we do when they show up so how do you prevent them how do you handle them when they show up how many of our manifestations are unintended you might freak out upon hearing this but 99.99% of your manifestations are unintended. 
Now this question uh, comes from a perspective of wanting to live deliberately. It also comes from a perspective of fearing self-sabotage. There's fear in this question, like there's fear in these jungles of time and space when you don't understand who you really are and how to get from A to B. Micromanagement is not the way. Yet, if you think you've got to consciously intend every single manifestations, you're trying to micromanage. Your ego and your intellect and your logic is in overdrive. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to have panic attacks. You're going to be overwhelmed. Here's the trick. You sit back. You realize everything is a curse at how towards happiness. And you realize that as a streaming nonstop 24-7 manifester, Everything is happening through you. Everything is an extension of you. Right now, you're watching me, you're looking around the room, the library that you're in right now. This is all you. And this is all of your manifestations. And almost none of it was intended from the egoic level. But all of it was intended from the big picture perspective. And that's where you want to reside. The big picture. From the zenith of your magnificence. From the height of the almighty. You chose these sacred jungles of time and space. Why? For adventure. For love. For fun. No other reasons. Now adventure is going to be a little scary and that's cool. Adventure is going to tell you it might not happen and that's cool. Adventure is going to bring out some fears and you're okay with that. But it's from up here that you operate the machinery, not down here. Down here it's real scary. Down here you realize you've got no control over the birds and the bees and the African tulip trees. But up here... You set into motion this magnificent adventure and all is unfolding perfectly. From up here, it's all intentional. It's all intentional. But from down here where the question was asked, it's virtually all unintentional. Now you can have your big picture, wealth and abundance, rocking relationships, super family life, and you can have these manifestations but with a lot of stress when you're down in the minutia micromanaging. So what you want to do is you want to go back up here. And what I mean by that is let your perspective be more joy. Then no matter what you're manifesting, it's going to add to your joy. You don't have to micromanage the bells, the whistles, the awards, the dollar bills. Those are going to take care of themselves. You want more joy. You want more creative fulfillment. You want more friends and laughter. You want rocking relationships, awesome family. From up here, the dictates are given and all of the elements will march in line. From down here, 99.99% all unintended manifestations. Here's the other thing to realize. While you are a streaming, non-stop, 24-7 manifesting machine, and from this level, 99.99% of your manifestations are unknown and unattended, unintended and unanticipated, realize the baseline of living in these sacred jungles of time and space is your glory. You came here to thrive. You're pushed on to greatness every single day. So if I confused you with the up here and the down here, you're golden because you are of the eyes and the ears of the divine here to thrive. And you can't not do that. 
But if you try to wrestle all the alligators and you try to connect all the dots, you will overwhelm yourself. It's all going to work out fine anyway. So focus on happiness, but whatever you're focusing on, be present in the moment. And when you're present in the moment, never forget that you're inclined to succeed. Your positive thoughts are 10,000 times more powerful than your negative thoughts. That book you want to write, you're going to write it. It's going to do great. That business you want to start, you're going to start it and it's going to be just fine. That love life, the relationship, the family, it's going to take care of itself. When you stop trying to micromanage, get out of your own way, realize the cards in the deck are stacked. Life is not fair. They're stacked in your favor. It's like you're cheating every single day pushed on to greatness, here to thrive. You live in a non-neutral universe, a universe that wants for you what you want for yourself. So while 99.99% of your manifestations are unintended, your nature is good. Your DNA is programmed for abundance. Love is the glue that holds, holds it all together. Think not that you need to be 100% control in every manifestation. Automatic pilot is gonna serve you really well. And when you know of where your priorities are for change, more joy, more friends, more laughter, rocking relationships, then you go up here and you imagine that you're already there and all the details, which you did not micromanage, took care of themselves. All of the right people showed up at the right time and you did not have all of those were unintended manifestations from this level but up here upstairs you programmed your priorities big picture broad brush strokes opulence abundance joy laughter health harmony healing and all of the sub manifestations took care of themselves it really is so easy just be happy in the moment your automatic pilot will take you to fulfillment and all good things uh, don't postpone your happiness. And when you have priorities for change, go up here to the big picture definitions. Don't mess with micromanaging your manifestation. Jumbo fellow adventurers, time for a spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley. Thanks for meeting me here every weekday, Monday through Thursday, 9.15 Eastern Standard Time. Mike, what are some baby steps we can take? for manifesting financial abundance. Nothing unspiritual about financial abundance. Money, moolah, dineros, rupees, whatever it is for you. You can have all that you want, but let's look at the baby steps. Let's go small. Let's make sure we have a diversified life. Here's what I have for you. First off, you're already there, dream, okay? Thoughts become things. Know what you want, your priority including happiness, towards happiness, happiness is the ultimate end result, is to have a manifestation of financial resources. You can have that. Look at all the folks who do, and they're not the sharpest tools in the shed, right? So number one, dream. You're doing that. Number two, start. Like the mama duck, she goes. She doesn't wait for her baby ducks to line up. If you have a dream for financial wealth, Chances are extreme because you don't have it yet right now. It's because some of your ducks aren't lined up. You don't have the resources. You don't have the education. You don't know where to begin. Start. And the resources you need to finish the journey, your duckies 
will line up. When mama duck just goes, then her ducks line up. When you just go, your ducks will line up. It seems counterintuitive and it seems like putting the cart before the horse. How do I start when I don't know my bliss? How do I start when I don't know my dream? How do I start when I don't have any money? Oh, come on, there's a million ways and we're gonna go through some of those right now. Once you start, okay, dream, start, keep going. Keep going, don't start and then stop. Okay, that's not starting, that's like, uh, I'm scared, I'm afraid, I wanna stop doing this as soon as possible, can I go home, is it safe now? You start and you never stop. For the rest of your life, you're enjoying life's dance, get out there, diversify, there's more than just money and money will come to you. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit at the tail end of this, but dream, start, keep going. Do not go and then like, is it working? Is it working? I think I better get a job to be safe. It never fails. It always works. And if you need to get a job to tie you over, to tide you over, then get a job to tide you over. Ain't no shame. It's all a big party. It's all a big dance. And maybe that job that you're going to take to tide you over is going to introduce you to some clients, participants, uh, partners, give you a great idea, launch you further, farther, faster, better. Okay, so do whatever it takes to get there, morally and ethically, um, keeping in check. When it comes to getting started when you don't know what to do and you don't know where to begin, get logical and get intuitive. Let there be both. Don't be one of those new to spirituality people who just throws logic out the window. I'm going to do it because the universe loves me. Be logical. Does it make sense? Does it feel right in your heart? Are you getting green lights? It might not be the pathway of your dreams. It's going to lead to the pathway of your dreams. But given the options now before you, does the next step you're considering make logical sense? Okay, does it make intuitive sense? It doesn't mean it has to be perfect. I started writing notes from the universe in one of my entrepreneurial pursuits 22 years ago. It felt so right. I thought one day I'm going to make sense out of this. One day I'll be able to monetize it. But for years and years, and to this day, 22 years later, I send out notes from the universe for free. I spent a lot of time on notes from the universe, writing them, crafting them, archiving them, cataloging them. But they were free in the beginning because it made sense. And I simultaneously did a few other things. Uh, I, I built a website. I uh, had an Ask Mike forum, had to ask Mike the first few questions myself. Um, I started putting together what would become Infinite Possibilities, the audio program, The Art of Living Your Dreams. I even, every Sunday, would go to the local uh, convenience store and buy New York Times. This is like before the internet was the internet. This is the year 2000. Oh, there was absolutely an internet, but it wasn't like today. I would get the New York Times, The Economist magazines, and I would look for other options, other ideas, read about what other people were doing. I ate, slept, and breathed, getting my life going with an eye towards financial abundance, just like you, for financial freedom to create lots of op opportunities, okay? So get logical, get intuitive, look at what your peers are doing. Are you in an industry right now? What do some of them do or what have some of them done 
to kind of jump out on their own and start making a buck. Again, if you don't have peers and you're starting from, from zero, just move towards abundance. And that might mean in the beginning, just get a job. You're not settling for less. Just get a job. It might be a job you hate. It might be a job that pays crap. Go to it. Not to marry it, not to learn to love it, but as a stepping stone and a launching point for other, better, greater things. We've all had that job or those jobs that we hated, me included. But in the beginning, it's okay. Even if you know about the law of attraction, there's no shame in getting a job that you don't love when you see it as a stepping stone to better. Okay, And this way you can cover your bills, you can be responsible, you can interact, you can dance with the world. So getting logical, intuitive, looking at what your peers are doing, um, get a job. Here's something else. Get a second job. You want abundance? Yeah, it's going to get easy one day and you're going to have to work less and less and less and you'll make more and more and more. But in the beginning, go ahead and do what you got to do and enjoy it. So get a second job. You know, balance your life. If you're caregiver, a parent, maybe, you know, maybe one full-time job alone is too much. Do what you can with what you've got from where you are. And there's more than just getting a job. You can concurrently, I didn't say alternatively, you can concurrently, and boy, the payoff is out of this world, financial ease and grace and not having to ask how much does that cost? Oh, it's, it's, it's a, it's worth, it's worth your efforts here. Um, Change jobs is another one of my like seven or eight items here. Get a job, get a second job, change jobs, be constantly looking for new jobs. These are stuff that things that I did. Write a book, write a book. What are your passions? What do you like? Do you like trees? Do you like nature? Do you like people? Do you like selling? Do you like metaphysics? That's where I was 22 years ago. I really love this thoughts become things and law of attraction and like, I started writing about it as the universe. You can do the same. Little things go to big places. And again, do stuff concurrently. I didn't have to get another job. I was in a place for my other business, the t-shirt business that we liquidated, that I could coast for a couple of years. But I would have got another job if I had to. I was actually looking at possibilities, going back into public accounting. I would have repaired irrigation, one of my passions, if I had to. No shame, while simultaneously sending little notes from the universe. You could simultaneously be writing poems. You could simultaneously be putting together that little kiosk for the farmer's market where you're going to sell your wares. Dabble, experiment, play, keep going because it's easy. You, your baby steps are easy when you understand you don't hit the home run. The universe, the magic hits the home run. You dream big and the universe knows how far to hit that ball. Okay, that's you dreaming big. That's easy. Daydreaming, visualizing, that's fun. Then you just show up to that sucky job, to the farmer's market. Write that book, write that poem, bake that cake, do your thing, huddle the masses, whatever it is, just show up with seemingly futile, pathetic, often embarrassing baby steps. And then the universe just tees up that ball and hits a home run. You're the pitcher. The universe is the home run hitter. You're on the same team in this uh, twisted metaphor analogy right now. You pitch the balls with your baby steps. You don't know which one the universe is going to smack out of the park for a grand slam home run. So you better keep pitching. You can't just pitch three and like 
Is it working? No. As soon as you stop, the universe stops. You keep pitching. And you pitch to the best of your ability. You pitch with a smile on your face. You pitch while daydreaming of dollars and dineros. You pitch while rounding out your life. That's coming up as well. Um, so look for your passions. Um, choose the least sucky path is my alternative. If you don't know your passions, you choose the least sucky things to do and go. Uh, worked for me. Um, you lean into it to the degree you can. Like I said, maybe you know, maybe it's a part-time lean into right now. Maybe it's get a job or a second job and lean in on the side, learning from what other people have done. Google success stories. Google success stories at farmer markets. Google success stories, trademarks and inventions. Google success stories, self-publishing books. Google, Google. The information's out there. A million people have done it before you. They've blazed a trail. You've got this. You deserve wealth. You can have it. You can have it with ease. You just got to show up and not sweat, not worry. That's the hardest part. Don't worry. Well, get a daytime job to cover your bases. Then you're not going to worry. That's not settling for less. You don't have to be dramatic. You're not a soap opera king or queen, right? You just cover all the bases, let there be no melodrama, get a job until you, until your business takes off by itself. Be aware, ear to the ground. This might not be fair if you're stressed out, but ear to the ground, like what's going on in the world? You know, what's, what's hitting? What's popping? What's brand new? What are these NFTs? Truthfully, I don't even know. What are these cryptocurrencies? I know really well. Find out, be on the leading edge of the curve, dabble, follow your intuition. And then all of a sudden you're going to have multiple sticks in the fire, multiple income streams. And you're like, this was so worth it. And the best part, the best part will be the life that you create for having taken all those different baby steps, having met all those di different people, having tried out all those different things. That's going to be the best part. You're going to be wiser. You're going to be more empathetic. You're going to be more joyful and you're going to be rich. Okay. It's an, and the last one is the least of the rewards that you're going to get from this journey, but you're going to get it. You deserve it. It's so spiritual to be wealthy. It's so you deserve to live and to travel and to experiment and to taste different opportunities. This is all here for you. So yeah, you want to move towards financial abundance, get it on. But don't think you've got to think of the, the genius idea that's going to blow yourself away and everyone else in two seconds flat. Just show up. Just do stuff. Knock on doors. Ask for help. Ask for a raise. Okay. Now, really, really important. Implied throughout all of this. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Like I said, choose not to stress. Mitigate the stress angle. Do stuff to cover up those fires that are burning or to put them out, better yet, so that you're not carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. You're not trying to be the hero, the dramatic drama queen that hits the home run. It's like, enjoy the journey. And one of the best ways to enjoy the journey is to realize that there's more to life than money. There's more to life than opulence. There's friends, there's laughter, there's cooperation, there's service, there's relationships, there's romance, there's so much. And this way, as you build your life out with baby steps in every direction, not just financially, but for love and for, for kindness and for friendship and developing your hobbies and 
just being playful, you will be the magnet. You will be, you will be a light to everyone who knows you because you'll have the finances, you'll have the laughter, you'll have the health, you'll have the longevity, you'll have the, you'll have whatever you want if you enjoy the journey and don't neglect the other areas of your life. And remember, you don't have to connect all the dots. The universe will connect the dots. You just got to be the dot creator. Just like you're the pitcher, the pitcher, the pitcher, the universe hits the home run. And by showing up in your life down many paths, living a well-rounded life, volunteering, having hobbies, playing games, you're the dot creator. And the universe comes along when you're not paying attention and it creates this masterpiece. Masterpiece. And one day you stand back and you've got the whole thing in perspective and you're awed and you're humbled and you're crying and you wonder what role you played in this masterpiece that is your life with your humble, timid, baby steps taken, shrouded with self-doubt. Suddenly you've got it all, everything. The world is spinning in your hand and you wonder when did this happen and what did I ever do to deserve so much? You were born. You are the eyes and the ears of God. Uh, your destiny is to thrive. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up, along with one million other subscribers, for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my Infinite Possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcasts. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, We've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here, and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.